0: You're listening to Terrifying True Stories. Can a rosary save you from something that's truly evil? Our next guest might just have the answer. Tonight's story is called The Beast in My Bedroom. My name's Chris.
1: Chris Garcia. The experience happened in Hawthorne, where my mother lived, but at the time I was living with my dad. At the time I was living in, in a two two uh, bedroom apartment, but he never stayed with us. He was always with his girlfriend and he still, so it was me and my girlfriend staying there alone most of the time. He'd come on the weekends just to hang out and make sure the apartment wasn't on fire, you know. This night me and my girlfriend were just hanging out like usual in the living room, just enjoying the night and watching TV. And she was laying on me and I was sitting upright watching TV and I heard a really, we both heard a really loud bang, like a really loud like piece of metal, right, like fly across the room or something, I, I don't even know what it was. So we just looked at each other like what the hell was that because it was just us two and normally it's pretty quiet, it's a pretty quiet apartment. So I told her don't worry about it and I got up and I went to go check on it and so, so when I got up off the couch I have to turn left to get into the hallway and so look i look down the hallway and i see the metal door that goes to the fuse box like for all the electricity right it was completely broken off the wall and it was so loud because it flew from the fuse box to to the wall across the hall so it's not like it just fell because if it would have fallen on the ground there was carpet right so it would have fallen and you wouldn't hear it because it would have been a soft fall but it basically blew off the side of the wall hit the other wall and then hit the ground so that's what i heard and i was like That's weird. So I looked at the fuse box to see if anything had been like uh, on fire, if there was some type of shock, you know, that would have caused it. But no, it was just the door flew off the wall. It was just weird. So I was like, okay. now I grabbed the door and I put it back and went to the living room and we were just hanging out. So for the rest of the night, we we moved from the living room to my bedroom. And that day I had told my little sister, like, are you going to come over? I thought maybe she'd come over the next night. We had a conversation that she might have, come, she was maybe coming over. So we're laying in bed and I hear a knock, right? And at first it was just a slight knock. So I thought it was my sister. But the weird part was that I was in my bedroom and she knocked my bedroom door. So I was like, if she she would have knocked the front, very front door and I would have let her in the house, you know? So I was like, at this point, she's already in the house. So I was like, that's weird because she didn't have a key. That's the whole reason that I was like, okay, are you coming over or not? So anyway, she was in the house. So I figured, huh, I must have left the front door open. She knocked on my, on my bedroom door. And so I, I just naturally, I go, hey, what's up, Chell? Come in, right? Because I wasn't expecting anyone else. So I was like, what's up, Chelsea? Come in. And no response. So I didn't think anything of it. I kind of left it off. I was like, she's just going to chill in the living room or whatever. And a little time goes by and I hear another knock at the door. And I'm like, all right, stop playing around, you know, like just come inside or whatever. And. This isn't normal of her to try to scare people or try to be weird like that. So I was like, what, this is just weird, right? So let it be, again, I gave it some more time thinking like, you know, she's just being dumb. But then I heard another knock and this one was a little more aggressive. And I'm just like, what the hell? I didn't like it, so I got up and my instinct was just to grab my pocket knife because I was like, someone's in my house and it's not my little sister. This This isn't good, right? So i told my girlfriend to just stay on the bed and just relax right and so i went to the door and got closer to the door and that's when i saw the actual knob of the door shaking with with another bang on the door right so it got a little more aggressive as I got to the door so my mind didn't go immediately paranormal i'm still thinking there's somebody in my house i'm still thinking somebody's out there trying to mess with me and they're trying to scare me right so when i go from me i normally go from like kind of being frightened and scared to like angry you know because i'm i'm not afraid i'm more angry that someone's trying to scare me and fill me with fear right so then from from the anger then comes the courage to do something about it right so now i'm angry and i'm just like what's going on and I, i say from the other side from my room to the to the hallway and i go if somebody's in my house like i'm gonna come out and this isn't gonna be nice in other words like i'm trying to protect myself and my girlfriend. So be ready. I'm going to, I'm going to whoop your ass, you know, excuse my language, but I'm just like, this is going to go down as soon as I open this door. So, so please like say something, you know, because I'm, I'm ready to protect me and my, my own, in my own house. So I just grab the doorknob and I like fling it open. Right. But I don't go into the hallway. I just open it. And by now I'm in the bedroom. Everything is dark outside. Cause I just shut everything off and it's pretty dark. It's just the hallway. I can't see anything. I'm looking at a wall, a dark wall because it's all dark. So I'm like, I need to go across the hallway to even flick the light on. And my adrenaline is pumping. So I didn't think like, oh, I can get my phone and use the flashlight or anything. I was just like at the door. I'm like, what do I do? So I'm like, okay, so someone's out there, you know, they're just waiting for me. So I was like, fuck it. So I just ran across the hall and turned the light on. And I immediately start, like, you know, have my head on a swivel, looking left, looking right, like, what's going on? And nothing. I check the bathroom. I check the living room. I check the kitchen. This is something happening in my house that I have no control over. You know, I can't see it. And it's just messing with me. Like, it has an intention to mess with us. It's at my door, you know? Like, I try to see it from its perspective. Like, it's just in front of my door, banging on my door, trying to freak us out, you know? So then I'm laying there, and we're just, like, freaked out, trying to calm down. And I had closed the door, and then it opens up by itself, and I go, fuck. Like I said, I get pissed off. I get mad. I'm not scared. I'm like, all right, this is it. Like, you're going to stop messing with us. This isn't cool. So at the time, I, I was getting ready to go to the military. My intention was to go straight out of high school. And so I had, like, this big, giant log that I had gotten hiking. Like, it was maybe, like, four foot wide, but it weighed, like, close to maybe 200. And so... But I was strong enough to pick it up and take it hiking, just to exercise with it. Right? It was I had whatever, so got the log and I leaned it up against the door. I closed the door and I leaned up the log up against the door and I said, because it didn't have a lock, it was just a, just a door handle to open in and out, like whatever. So I was like, I don't want this to happen all night, you know, my door messing with us, and then who knows what's gonna happen the rest of the night? Like I don't want it slamming on us and. I was more concerned about my girlfriend. I was like, you can mess with me all you want, but I don't want her to be scared, like, staying here. So I leaned leaned the log up against the door. And thankfully, the door didn't open up anymore. And I was like, if it does open, then this thing is strong. You know, because that log is heavy. So I was just like, okay, um, we let it be. Ah, man, that gave me chills thinking about it. Because just, like, having to protect yourself from someone like a thief coming into your house is different from, like, not being able to see anything. Like, what do you do? You know, I'm just like... God. By now we're all, we're both knocked out. So my eyes open and then I realize that I can't move. I can't move a muscle. And I'm like, all I can move is my eyes. So my eyes are looking around the room. And I remember hearing clear as day, like a giant waterfall behind my head, right? So it's like I'm laying in front of just crashing water. Like if you could just picture like a giant waterfall right behind you, that's all you hear. Running water, crashing water. And I'm like, okay, so I'm in sleep paralysis. You're conscious of what's going on but at the same time there's hallucinations and you can't move a muscle. All you can move is your eyes. And so you're looking around. My first thought was like to grab my cross on my chain because I was raised Catholic, but I don't label myself as either Christian. I just believe there's a God, right? So I'm trying to move my right hand as close to my chest to grab my chain as possible. So I'm just looking at my hand, trying to make that connection And my hand was barely moving because when you're in sleep paralysis, it feels like something's not only can you not move, but you feel a pressure on your whole body holding you down almost like something's keeping you from getting up. So I'm trying my best to move my right hand and it got it got kind of far, but it's not even close to my chest to where I can grab it. Because at the time, at the same time that I'm trying to move my hand, I'm praying. Right. Naturally, I go to that. I'm just praying to God to get me out of this because I hear the crashing the water behind me. I feel a presence in my house, not in my room, but outside in the hallway. So just like earlier, like there's something out there. I feel the presence. And it's weird because you catch like the, you catch the intention of the presence. Like I'm in your house, I'm walking around and there's nothing you can do about it. That's kind of what I caught. Right. And then I hear like tapping on my bed, like, 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 if you just lay your hand on on a pillow or something, you know, I go like, boom, right? And I heard, like, like, like there were little feet, like, walking around me, like, boom, 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 all around me. So I was just like, oh, man, whatever it is, it's right here, and I can't move it. I'm powerless, right? And so I'm trying to snap out of it, trying to snap out of it, looking at my hand, and then finally I snap out of it. And it's crazy when you're in sleep paralysis because it's not like you're asleep with your eyes closed and then you wake up. My eyes were open and conscious the entire time. So when you snap out of it, you're still there, but everything fades away. The crashing, the crashing water faded away. The presence of what I felt it kind of just went away. And it's kind of like you you separate from a different reality, right? Whether it's paranormal or not, it's an experience that it's terrifying. It's terrifying because you're 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 immobile. And and you're still awake. To me, it's kind of like when people get surgery and they go under, but they wake up and the anesthesia hasn't done anything, but like freeze their body. So, anyway, so I snapped out of it. The next morning, we wake up, right? We're just like, okay, that was crazy, right? Like I have to move the log from the door, and you know the damn fuse box is broken. I have to figure out how to fix the door, and we're just both like in this in this like thing where we're. Just... She had never experienced anything paranormal. I had. So we were just talking about it, you know, we were just like, this is, is this place haunted? Because nothing has ever happened here before, you know? Or did something just follow us from wherever? I don't know, we were just trying to figure it out. Because I feel very protected as far as like anything spiritual, and her also. her. She has people that have passed that we believe they're looking over her, right? So I kind of had like, what you see right here, like the cross with the rosary, like, just kind of like a little shrine with people who have passed and, you know, believing that they're protecting me and, being able to look at them light candles and stuff like that. So my old apartment, I had the same setup right by the front door. So we're getting up in the morning and setting up. And then we look at the ground and I'm I'm pretty, I'm pretty tidy, pretty clean. I keep everything clean, like the carpet on the ground was clean and everything. And, and I see just a clear, clear as day, a footprint, right? It's just a footprint standing right in front of that shrine where all the crosses and all the rosaries were like it was facing it, right? And the craziest part was that the toes on it were like it was three toes that you could see and that's what really freaked me out because it was like abnormal like other otherworldly footprint you know it wasn't huge and it wasn't small it was right in between like i'm an 11 so it was like way smaller than that but it wasn't a baby foot you know it was kind of right in between and uh craziest part is how how dirty it was and how dark it was compared to everything else because the carpet was clean it was just a dirty, dark footprint, like facing the crosses and the, shr- the the rosary and the pictures of everyone that I believe is protecting me. And end of the toes is really pointy, really like distinctive. Like it was shocking how clear it was that it was a footprint. Cause you could see that there would have been nails there that would have been sharp at, at the end. So I'm thinking, get the hell, like, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss out of this, but I was like, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? And we're both just staring at it in shock. Like we couldn't believe that there's an actual physical, like footprint that you could look at and be like, there was something in her house. And so I just start praying immediately, doing what I can to like get rid of any energy, negative energy, or in my mind, I thought it was a demon. I went straight, like demon, something trying to mess with me. And you know, I believe like evil in general, try to come at good people when they know that you're level or you're connected in a positive way, they try to come and bring you down, you know? So it's like them knowing that I'm protected and I'm against it, they try to mess with me left and right. And so I went, okay, like I'm stronger than you, so I'm not gonna let you affect me, right? But it's still there, so you're just like, and I'm looking at the footprint and I am I did my best to try to clean it and it never, it couldn't go away, honestly. But this was a dark, like I'm talking dark, like, someone had drawn it with like coal or something, like not a black marker, it wasn't like that, but it was like just dark and like, it was almost like in the movies when you see something evil walk through like, nice grassy field or some flowers and they immediately die. It was kind of like that, like the carpet was just dead right there. After that, you know, it wasn't like we were gonna move out or anything, but we would just, we just had to accept it, you know, and just hope that it wouldn't happen again. changed me in the way that i needed to be stronger you know because i not that i was fearless but i did feel that fear you know so i had to connect with my faith and be sure not to be sure but be stronger and in believing that i was going to be okay i i believe that that having all of that the crosses the holy water the candles and all of that kind of like pushed it away because when when i saw the footprint looking right like towards it and i was like okay once that's when it knew like This is no one to mess with, you know? Because it got past the door, obviously, and it stopped right there, right before getting to us. That's what I believe.
0: Next time on Terrifying True Stories, we're gonna gather around the campfire and I'm gonna tell you a terrifying true story about a Ouija board. If you're enjoying Terrifying True Stories, be sure to follow us. And if you really like us, leave a review. If you don't like us, forget our name. I'm your host Ryan Azavito. I'm your host Ryan Azavito. I'll see you on the other side. I'm your host Ryan Azavito. I'll see you on the other side.